Hi, I'm Dane Shiner. And I'm J.V. Hampton Van Sant. And welcome to Wannabe Film Buffs. Where we watch all the movies that we somehow managed to miss until now. All right, everybody, welcome back. Today, we are going to be talking about The Dark Knight. Hell yeah. Oh, yes. Released in 2008, director Christopher Nolan, and Christopher Nolan and Jonathan Nolan wrote the screenplay uh, and story by David S. Goyer. Uh, it won two Oscars, uh, one for Best Supporting Actor, one posthumously by Heath Ledger, and one for Sound Editing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was nominated for six more. Uh, cinematography, it was won by a Slumdog Millionaire. Film editing. Oh, shit. Won by okay. Slumdog Millionaire. You know, it's one of those, god damn, okay, that makes a lot of sense, and I'm not Yeah, this this, this was the best picture winner of that year, I'm pretty sure, too. You know what fits. Makes sense. I, I again, saw it a long time ago, barely remember it. I remember that it was really fucking good, though. Yeah. The music <laughs> from it Ooh. has stuck with me my entire ass life up to this point. Like, I still... I still will catch myself like humming Latika's theme, like just randomly. Like, that's not staying in. Um, anyway, but that's, oh God, I don't want to, I don't want to infringe on copyright. I know that sounded real fucking close to the, th- no, it doesn't, it, not at all. Um, so, uh, very good. <laughs> Continuing. Yes. Uh, film editing, Slumdog Millionaire, uh, art direction, uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Makeup, Benjamin Button. Sound ah. exiting, Slumdog Millionaire. Visual effects, Benjamin Button. <laughs> Two Benj- movies. <laughs> Benjamin Button was that year? Yes, it was. I fully haven't seen that movie at all. Me neither. People and I'm, keep referencing it all the time. And, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's also on our list, too. I think quite a few David Fincher movies are. Oh, dear. I've, I'm already feeling weird about that one. Uh, Fight Club is on there, I know for sure. I know Seven's also on there. Is Slumdog Millionaire on there? Yes, it is. Fuck yes. Oh my god. Again, another episode where I will fucking thrive. Like, Because like, <laughs> I, like, uh, I, I should also clarify, I have rewatched that movie since it came out, like, at least two times, just because it was, like, on or whatever, like, at, it was not, like, at a party, because that's a, we- that's not a party movie. Like, that's... <laughs> That's not a movie you just leave on in the background at a party. That is not it. Oh, there is a child's eye being scooped out by a scalding hot spoon. Holy. That's but, what I remember from that movie. Whew. Yeah, like, there was, like, the thing that I remember loving about the, I don't know, whatever. We'll get, we'll, when we get to that movie, I will remind y'all what I loved about it. I won't remind y'all about it right now because we are not on that. We are on the Dark Knight. Which is also interesting, because isn't this one of the, like, hmm, was it that, like, most Marvel movies don't wind up on, like, the top, like, uh, like getting um, awards or something? The, uh, both, I think, um, Infinity War and Endgame got awards. Oh, and also Black Panther got- Black Panther won some awards, Iron Man won some awards. You know what, Black Panther won for costume, I remember Oh, that. yeah. That was important. I, because, I sure <laughs> fucking hope so. Because oh my shit. god. <laughs> because bitch, the level of work. And I still I recall reading things saying people just didn't like that people disagreed. And I was like I mean, did what? you see the fucking movie? Did you 
did y'all see the fuck anyway i'm gonna not yell into this microphone but like fully when people when people get down on like a movie where it just where the reason ultimately that they're getting down on the movie is that a person of color won an award it is so clear because their arguments are so bullshit yep like like fully like that one person on twitter the other day that was arguing with me about whether or not the black canary like should be allowed to be black as if as if as if Journey Smollett Bell's mom was not fully white, first of all, <laughs> and then second of all, and then second of all, as if that matters at all, and also third of all, as if she's not, as if Dinah Drake isn't on on Arrow, isn't also a woman of color. Like she's the Black Canary's been a woman of color numerous times. It doesn't matter, and in fact. Those ones tend to be better. I'm just gonna be real with it. All of the white ones have been real boring, <laughs> including uh, Katie Cassidy. Shots fired. Um, um, pay no attention to my foley artistry in the background, stirring some tea. We are um, this episode not with our um, axolotl mascot, um, <laughs> which <laughs> I remember editing that from the other day, and I just. And I remember the merch items that we came up with um, during that <laughs> conversation. And I, I, while I, over this last weekend, I went to New York and I was on the train and drawing because there's a project that I'm hoping to finish before I turn um, 30, which mm-hmm. is next week. For y'all, that'll be fucking almost a month ago, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, I really, I, I. I got a little bored with drawing what I was drawing, and I fully thought, you know what? Now it's time to figure out how to draw an axolotl. But then I had to get off the train, and I was oh, very no. annoyed. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I was like, "Fuck! I'm already in Brooklyn." No, slash Manhattan. I was in Manhattan. It wasn't Brooklyn. Whatever. It's fine. I don't know where the boroughs are. I don't understand how the boroughs work. All I know is I went to Manhattan, and then I went to Queens, and I went back to Manhattan. That's it. Anyway, (laughs) that's all I understand. Anyway. Anyway, The Dark Knight. This is still the Chicago, the Chicago version. this is the Chicago Gotham, yes. Yeah. Oh, did we finish the thing about Oscars? Oh, superhero movies and Oscars. I feel like this is one of the few that has won one in general. Yeah. And that feels... I think at the time this was one of the only ones. Yeah, yeah. Because I know, yeah. <laughs> I know at this point, because I, I actually think mm-hmm. Iron Man came out either the year this was released or mm-hmm. like the year before or after, and that I remember was nominated for one or two. All right, that would make sense. Okay, so fully speak, like okay, <laughs> if I'm thinking about the first superhero movie that I ever saw. I know that this isn't it, but I, I just always flash back to the Blade movies, and I just. <laughs> I cannot wait for Marvel to remake the Blade movies. Yes, yeah. yeah. they they have mentioned it, and now that we have our Morbius movie coming out, mm-hmm. and also like I feel a little bit like Blade gets a little bit more shit than it actually deserves because like it was good for the time as many movies from the same time were not good shots fired at um daredevil and also electra both 
incredibly shit movies. Oh, yes. One of which I love, and the other one I love because of the soundtrack, not because of the actual movie <laughs> itself. Like, first of all, you will win me over when you have fuel and Evanescence on the same soundtrack. You just will. Um, Bring You Hell was the song, and then... Um, to the two Evanescent songs that everybody knows. Uh, we're also on that. Um, oh, so what? Uh, Bring Me to Life of My Immortal? Yeah, exactly. Yes. One right after the other in in the turtle, which honestly was the re- Like, that was the one two combo that they needed <laughs> to get me to be like, I All right. stand this movie. That okay. Is it, that is like, uh, truly, with a good movie soundtrack, you can do a lot. Like, you. <laughs> You can get yes. you can get somebody like me to stay on a movie for years, knowing yep. it's shit, knowing it is a shit movie, but knowing the soundtrack was fire. I maintain the the Catwoman movie was really shitty, and I can't even I can't even pretend that I like I enjoy watching that movie because it's fun to make fun of. That is the only reason I enjoy that movie. <laughs> but what I will say is that movie also had a great fucking soundtrack. Like, superhero movies have good soundtracks, yeah. but then they just fuck it up yeah. with, like, plot sometimes. Um, did you see um, the video of Halle Berry accepting the Razzie for Catwoman? Yes. Oh it's my God. so good. Listeners, tune in to our fucking Patreon that doesn't exist yet because I can't get my shit together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and when I, get my, when I get my shit together and the Patreon is there, um, check in there for when we start watching those goddamn movies. The worst, the yes. worst, the worst. Oh the god! Top one, the top one hundred worst movies. I don't Bottom even know. One hundred. <laughs> I want to be like. I don't even know that I want to follow a list. Like no, I don't really want to. I don't want really to sit through Super Babies, Baby Geniuses too, because <gasps> that is the first one on that list. <gasps> I forgot that, that movie exists. <laughs> that's so upsetting that is so upsetting i'm sorry i can't anyway we're fine we're fine let's talk about dark knight so yeah Chicago. so oh, we expectations. Begin. oh expectations yeah um i was expecting uh honestly <laughs> i was expecting this movie to not stand the test of time <laughs> oh shit you to know be 100 percent honest i was not expecting this movie to stand the test of time uh, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, I was so wrong because <laughs> this movie yeah. is phenomenal. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Uh, so I was expecting chaos, random civilian death, and <laughs> which, let's just be real, those first two are the most basic things I could ex- I could expect from any one of these movies. Although I wouldn't say the s- civilian deaths were random. I maintain that again, Bruce Wayne kills a lot of people as <laughs> sideline people. Like, just, like, like, just, that like, is true. Like, that is true. Like just people on the sidelines in a car that blew up, or the people in a shop that absolutely blew up. But like, not like Bruce could have saved them at all. But like, they were definitely around and definitely died. Like. Something that was related to him, whether that be just, oh, this thing exploded, or or something else. Something happened, they died. That's just how that went. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting that. I don't think I was let down on that. I will get to it, I'm sure. Um, But, like, and I think the third one that I'd written and then immediately, like, exited, like, like, crossed out was um, 
crime and drama, which I'm like, <laughs> that's not. It's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the crime and drama. I'm like, let me just cross that out because I already know that's here. <laughs> I knew that was here. It's in the title, darling. Anyway, um, and I also expect it to be dark and there to be someone who's kind of nightlike um, at some point. We have several references to that. The White Knight, Dark Knight thing is a very weird concept that I don't know that I fully understand. Like, like I get it, kind of. Yeah, same, but it's just, I am tired of really basic, no gray area, black and white morality shit. Yeah. But, like, I can't really complain about it that much because this movie has Two-Face in it, and that is his entire thing is duality on both extremes. <laughs> yep. Um, what a psychotic motherfucker. But we also don't get a lot of that version of Two-Face in this movie. Thank god honestly i i say thank god on that mainly because like when we do start to get him i just sort of sat there i was like i'm just i don't i don't know like i i love this movie and yeah. i i maintain that i love this movie that character i think we got exactly the right amount of him i did yes. not need more yeah like, if there was more i would have been annoyed like it would yeah. have been actively pissed off had they like gone yeah. full force with it. i also how i like how they approach two-face in this specific version of batman <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Of making him like basically akin to like what Bruce is supposed to be throughout the whole like thing, yes. and then like hitting him with the oh tragedy. Yeah, just replace the words Rachel with my parents, and then Ooh. you have Bruce Wayne if he did not become Batman. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I say into the teacup. Um, this tea about the Dark Knight's incredible, and we haven't even started the synopsis yet. Speaking of, we should probably do that. Yes! Uh, so we open in traditional Christopher Nolan Batman movie fashion with a barely recognizable bat symbol. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this one's of smoke and blue fire. and It was kind of cool. I it liked it. It was pretty, but Jesus, could I not understand what it was mm -hmm. until, like, it... Literally, the only thing, the only way I can tell what it is every time is literally a note that says it on the side of the screen. Like, um, that's, that's it every time. I can do it. Um, I can recognize it when the left wing comes out. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And <laughs> that is it. <laughs> the wings are clearly defined. Nothing else is defined. Anyway. Um, right. So we have a... Uh, uh, goons in clown masks zip landing across a fucking skyscraper mm -hmm. and like freaking already this movie looks and feels very different hell yeah because guess what you can see the action scenes yes and we have a full ass bank heist just a, a full bank heist mm -hmm. which and we'll get to that oh god and then we get this mysterious unmasked guy holding his clown mask uh get in a van I'm going to get to that bit later because there is one thing about this that I have problems with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they are gossiping about the Joker. Mm -hmm. uh, not many people know who he is or where he comes from. We got the... Giving him that mystery. Yeah, yeah we got mystery. the killer bank heist. Let's see. The <laughs> clowns throughout the entire heist are killing each other off for a bigger share. And giving people unpinned grenades to hold onto so they keep holding the thingy down. That was fucking intense. That was. Also, all of these ones were named after, like, the, the Seven, seven dwarves, dwarves low-key, but, like, also uh, not exactly. Except the 
Jokers was Bozo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite funny. I yes. appreciated that massively. Oh, yes. We have a badass bank teller with a shotgun. Uh, bus comes crashing in. Final clown is left standing. Takes off the mask. It's the Joker. And this is where we'll get to that thing about the unmasked guy in the street. No one noticed him unmasked in the street just sitting there. Not a single goddamn person. Like, it's the middle of the day. <laughs> I think it's one of those, like, he's a recognizable, like, a recognizably weird individual. I don't, like, and, okay. Actually, wait. During this, had he already been to Arkham? No. Okay. People know who he is, and there's, like, fuck. There's, like, footage of him. It's kind of like Bigfoot. Mm. So starting off the Joker. I wonder... But, like, he was in full makeup because he took the mask off and he was in his full Joker makeup. Fully. (laughs) Like, my issue with that is a little bit, like, I don't understand. I don't. Okay, here's what I'm missing. I don't know where, like, this is the only reason an origin story might have been kind of nice. In that, Mm. like, I don't know where he's been for the last few years. And I actually would like to know where he's been that nobody knew. Like, because it's been what, like. What's it been like six months? No, about like, like roughly like six months since the last movie, I guess. Kinda. I think because it's it's been long enough for Crane to be out and about again. Yeah, as we see later. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's um. I feel like it's been approximately about six months, and I just want to know what he's been doing for six months mm. since they mentioned him at the end of the last movie. Um, and him being like out and committing crimes and i just want to know like what the fuck's he been up to uh why did he commit that first crime that apparently like we heard about and, yeah like, and then the first one yeah. and also what was that crime even i don't remember what they said um like, the ch- he uh gordon listed off the charges oh shit. i don't remember what they were yeah and it just like it i remember hearing them and then just sort of sitting there like that's a lot of um that's a that's a lot, but also it makes sense because it's the Joker. Mm-hmm. But then also like, um, you're a, whatever. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. Uh, uh, Joker kills the badass bank teller and then the bus pulls out and then we have a little thing showing what Batman's been up to. He has become a lot more notorious among the criminals and among the police. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, actually, back to that bank teller. Oh, sure. That yeah. is the one. Like, that was that was a weird like are we just not gonna acknowledge that that was real fucking weird that he just had a full shotgun underneath his desk ready for the day i'm i'm not too familiar (laughs) with guns but it seemed pretty short so was that a sawed off shotgun yeah so he just had that in his desk like not even in his under his desk waiting for the day that this happened and he he seemed very very victoriously just running yeah all right i've waited for this day to almost gleeful and i yeah i kind of like there was something there that i feel like would have been fun for like a discussion thing yeah but i don't really know what it is he just feels a little unhinged maybe that says something about guns and shit but whatever we'll leave that alone oh boy Let's keep our conservative listeners, please. I don't even dislike <laughs> guns that much. I just don't think crazy people should have guns. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we got a mob deal going on with a scarecrow. We got some Batman impersonators shooting people. Batman comes in, kicking everyone's ass. He gets them all, and he goes, I'm not wearing hockey pads. And yep. then 
goes into his Batmobile. My note here says, I'm not wearing hockey pads is the, I'm rich, biatch, of this movie. Yes. <laughs> Which is funny. Um, also, I didn't do that at all correctly. That, and, like, <laughs> I can't do that screen today. Sorry. I'm um, rich, biatch. Yes. Also, um... Another note for this, because I think it was related to this. Does he just not feel pain? No, he he feels pain. Yeah, it's just he's Batman. Like, because he's, he's like before. fully in this next sequence, like suturing himself up, and yet, like, I assume oh, he's. God. I'm. I assume he's used to it by now. I guess, but like, Jesus, that's. That's yeah, that was a dog bite right there. Yeah, yeah like, like that Jesus is Christ, metal as fuck, and I yes. kind of live. So, uh, Batman mm-hmm. and Gordon plan to track the mob with marked bills. They that they use to track where the mob keeps their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get ourselves a new Bat Cave since Wayne Manor was burnt down. Hell yeah! We have a new District Attorney, Harvey Dent, played by Aaron Eckhart, and he is dating Rachel, now played in this movie by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Great decision. Nothing against Katie Holmes. I just like. Uh, the Jill and Hall is better. You know what? Everything against. <laughs> I was going to uh, go. Everything against Katie Holmes. Fuck Katie Holmes. I'm kidding. I don't <laughs> like. I don't have anything against her. I just wanted to be um controversial and shady for a minute. And anyway, okay, let's keep going. We have uh, Dent in court trying to nail the new Falcone crime head because Carmine Falcone is in Arkham Loopy from the Scarecrow from the last movie. Fear gas and shit. Um, the guy testifying just pulls a gun. It. Jams, I'm guessing, misfires, whatever. Uh, Harvey disarms him like a badass. Fun mm-hmm. fact, uh, when he says the gun was made in China, he actually puts the gun down holding in the official, like, Chinese police force etiquette. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. That's why he's holding it weird. It's okay. actually the official Chinese way of handling a gun. Wow. <laughs> Did he say something about buy American immediately after? That's something because, else. of like, course, he did. <laughs> and that, and I was like, this, this isn't the weirdest like choice of line, but like it's also it. None of these things, if they sound like criticisms, are actually criticisms coming from me. I really fucking enjoyed. Yeah, that. none of these criticisms are enough to spoiler alert remove any stars from this movie. Cause I'm not trying to... um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it got a nine point five for me, um, but. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. We will get there. It's fine. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Gordon and Dent meet for the first time. Dent wants to meet Batman, and he mentions that Gordon's unit is filled with some shady people. Mm -hmm. And Dent has a mysterious nickname over at the Internal Crimes Unit. Is it Internal Crimes? ICU? is what it was oh and they also have the major crimes unit which i thought was funny because it's the mc we work in the marvel cinematic universe and we get back guys i feel like i the i internal crimes unit um or internal, internal corruption yeah unit. oh yeah internal affairs yeah yeah it, it's just it, it's just internal affairs it's just ia it just is yeah IA. cool okay but i see you is funny because it gives you like a little i see you exactly it gives you that sort of vibe to it and also is, they're rooting out corruption exactly. <laughs> which i think is that is great branding exactly which i think is why they might have changed the name or like might have fiddled around with that name a little bit mm. makes sense cool is this where he said something about being a white knight because i think 
something about mm-hmm. they throw it around throughout the entire movie that Harvey Dent is Gotham's white knight. Yeah. So listeners, I fully haven't started um that note taking thing where I actually like mark down what the time is when I take the note. Um this is why I will casually on occasion just be sort of like referring to something and be like I don't know what this note is about because, like, I mean, we're on what the fifth episode as of right now. Sixth. We're we're sixth, yes, yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we're figuring shit out. It's It'll fine. be fine. I'll have it by the next. Well, we're learning next our one. style. Well, I won't have it by the next one because the next one we're about to record immediately after this, which meant that I took the notes already uh, prior to this. So mm-hmm. we won't have it by then, or I won't have it by then. I will have it. By uh, twelve angry men. Eight. Yes. By twelve angry men and Schindler's List. Yes, which I'm probably watching tomorrow. But that's cool. just because, or not um, Schindler, not Schindler's List. To clarify, I'm not doing that to myself tomorrow. <laughs> I don't have time. I already know that's going to make me sad, and I just yeah. don't want to do that tomorrow. Holocaust films will do that. Yeah. So I'm going to watch uh, the other one to- the tomorrow because well, I'm excited man. because law. Anyway, which also lawyers. There are lots of lawyers in this in these two. And by lots of lawyers, I mean there's only like technically two, but like yeah. at four maximum. But like that's, but like it feels like they feature them a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of law stuff in these movies. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing as far mm-hmm. as like the Dark Knight and everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything Batman should involve something with the law, not just like police, but like the proceedings after that, because it makes his story more interesting. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, also technically, when he, it, I believe it was the, no, it's later this one. It is this one that this happens, and I will get to it when we get to that note. Cool. So, mm-hmm. uh, Wayne Enterprises is making a deal with Lao Security Systems. Lao's source of money is very shady, and mm-hmm. Bruce asks Fox for a new suit, as he mentioned earlier as well, when he was stitching himself up. Mm-hmm. Um, Neck movement, it's important. You would like to turn your head. Makes picking out of the driveway easier. <laughs> it was, uh-huh. That was a great line of dialogue. <laughs> yep. Again, the fucking dialogue in these movies is wonderful. The the quippy things are really quippy yeah. and very fun, and I love them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we got Rachel and Harvey out to dinner. They meet Bruce with his Moscow ballerina date. Uh, they talk politics and Batman like you do when you're out to dinner. Uh, Her voice... Okay, so this woman... Yeah. Anytime anybody is out talking about Batman and Bruce is right there, <laughs> they always sound so fucking fake. Like, they always sound like the worst actors. Have you, like, noticed that? Like, no. in the last movie, there's a woman who is there who's doing the same thing. Like, it was, um, I don't remember. I remember it was important that she was there because she was in a previous, like, Batman thing. Um, or she was somehow tied to a previous Batman thing. Um, but, like, it was just, like, any time that they do it, it just seems like, it seems basically like the, those people who, like, start that off, any of the women who are in that role, overact a lot in a very weird way. Like, they overdo it. Like, 
they're not trying to sell it they're trying to like like they've gone over the point of trying to sell it like it's it's a little much i i never like it it just feel like it feels like everybody is aware that like he's sitting at the table you know what i mean like it's sort of like there's batman on the table you gotta keep up the act (laughs) you know about that batman as if they're like turning their head and staring directly at bruce the whole time which is like just i i can't like and that's fine it's fine it is again not a problem i just have noticed that as a trend in these movies and i feel like it's really funny i i personally find it very funny because like it's it's just it's a choice and it's a very like strong choice and it's a good one to make with this particular like character and movie okay so yeah i i don't know i enjoy it so i've noticed it multiple times (laughs) uh bruce has a good feeling about denny's gonna throw him a big fundraiser we got our famous you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain line Wrote it down right here, and I said, I want to rewrite Red Wing. That is actually the first time I took that note throughout this whole <laughs> process. I'm like, God, I want to rewrite that show that I wrote. Jesus. Anyway. Anyway. And I have a note here. That's what it's like to have rich friends who just have a good feeling about you and just give you a shit ton of money. Woo! How nice would that be? My God, anyway, I'm going to stop moaning about being poor. Um, it's fine. So, <laughs> we have we have a meeting with some mob groups. Uh, Lau's in on their, screen, their schemes, and this is how he gets his money. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, foiled the GCPD attempt to rob, the uh, to not rob the banks, but to find the banks because they figured out where all the marked bills came from. Damn it! Uh, Joker comes in, does the famous pencil in the eye. Oh, God. Uh, I will make the eye. I will make the eye disappear. What? This pencil and disappear. Shablam! And then I'm like, Shablam! <laughs> Shablam! I would have lived. <laughs> I would have lived if he just said Shablam! Like Shablam! <laughs> I wanna I wanna just redub a lot of movies and just add like add the word Shablam where something very serious is happening. Just, like murder, uh, which is pretty much just what this just is. have the Joker just put in like RuPaul's Drag Race references, just uh, like how about a magic trick? I'm gonna make this pencil sashay away. Shablam! Shablam! It's gone! <laughs> it's a weird thing that it actually like, first of all, it would have been a funny thing to add, but it also wouldn't have changed the mood of that scene and then, at all. And then, like, when he's, like, shit-talking the mob, he just goes, Mmm, the Batman, yeah, that's the tea hunty. <laughs> I really want a very gay Joker. We haven't had one of those yet, and I want it. <laughs> like, that's a very weird thing to want, because I know there's that whole thing of like, I don't know, so many villains are queer-coded, which, yes, I get it. Disney. That's a Disney problem. That's not. A, that's mainly a Disney problem. That is not an everywhere-else problem, with the exception of the Powerpuff Girls, but I maintain that one was fun. <laughs> Again, also, all of, I, don't, I don't get mad when the villains are like clearly gay i have no problem with that because I, mean, I find they're better and more yeah. interesting and so fucking yeah. funny yeah <sighs> so a gay joker that will uh, also just because i love annoying the fuck out of the fanboys so a yes. gay joker just to ruin every 
one of their lives. That's all I want. Oh, that God. is all I want. Oh, I want to yes. make the incels angry. So let's. <laughs> I want to make the incels angry. That's our new song. That is our new song. Um, yeah, there was there was this video going around about <laughs> this guy who was just really upset about Parasite winning Best Picture over Joker. <laughs> and then the you uh, he he definitely looks like a guy who would say this stuff. And he goes, "What's more important?" to our society than the Joker. I'm like, (laughs) and then I, I shared it and I wrote, put on a happy face, you damn clown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Ah, no. And I have never been more happy with myself. In my oh, entire god. life. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Uh, yeah, but no, quite seriously, um, new merch item making the incels angry. I just really I I want it. I also just want that on a shirt and I will yeah. eventually just have that. The shirt incels, anyway. the toxic nerds, the uh, Oh my god, yeah. making incels angry and making toxic nerds angry. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, so both of those are just good shirts, so they're gonna happen anyway, because I have Photoshop and a dream. Oh god, I'm just imagining, <laughs> like, like wannabe film buffs and, like, mm-hmm. a whiskey logo. Like, EST 2020. Oh. And then just, uh, uh, making toxic nerds angry since 2020. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Honestly... <laughs> I've got Photoshop and a dream is all just a good line. Anyway, but that's fine. So I I will make those happen. Um Although we should probably check out our thread list. <laughs> that doesn't exist we, yet, but will. We um, should probably wait until maybe one or two toxic nerds actually get angry at us. Because right now I don't think anyone's really listening to this I, as of this recording. <laughs> I know, but still. Like Oh no, we still have we I don't know, we get some downloads here and there. Oh, I'm going to cut this bit. Um, I went on a date with somebody the other week, okay. and I told them about this show, and they listened to the first episode, and then it messaged me to ask, like, how long is your is the Godfather section? I'm like, it's three episodes long, because that's how many um, movies there were in that yeah. franchise. Um, and, and then he asked me what my other show was, and I was like, that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> Like and I, it was funny to me because not because I think he's not going to listen to them. I think he will. Um, mainly because he has to drive back from Canada, so he'll have time to. But I just, I just found that very funny. You should have said your other podcast was longer. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> I was like, I did, and I actually, I, I pointedly didn't tell him about Crime and Color because I was like, uh, this guy's white, and I don't. This guy's white, and I don't know him well enough yet to know whether or not he's going to understand the half the shit I say on that show. To the general tune of, man, why people be crazy? And like, <laughs> like, like, I he will hear that and take that wrong. I'm pretty sure, not in a super toxic way, but like a, oh, you missed the point because you're Canadian kind of way. Um, <laughs> well, we're here literally sipping our tea. Right? I don't... Uh, to clarify, I don't have any issues with Canadians. I'm also taking this out. I don't know why I'm justifying this. Like, I don't have an issue with Canadians 
really i do have a little issue with canadians but it's actually like it's it's separate it's like specific canadians it's canadian gays honestly very specifically because like a lot of them have really been very mean to me for no reason at all what the fuck like i don't know it's very weird it's very weird i just have a tendency to like make canadian enemies it's very (laughs) odd (laughs) all right making enemies out of toxic nerds (laughs) and canadian gays Yes! <laughs> oh my god. Alright, uh, we need to get this shit back on the road. Cutting that and saving it for Patreon. Okay, so, uh, oh god. Uh, Joker wants to work with the mob to kill the Batman. He wants half of the freaking money. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pisses off Gamble, uh, one of the mob heads, and he offers money for him dead and more alive. Mm. Uh, Gordon and Dent get Batman to get Lao back from Hong Kong because that's out of Dent's jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fox gets Bruce's new shoot, suit in gear and says, uh, after how should I do against dogs, should do fine against cats. Hence, hence, Selena Kyle is in the next movie. Ah, shit! <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, like I was surprised, like I had already watched the movie. But yeah, no, okay, so... I believe this that previous one with Heath Ledger, that was the scene where I said, God damn, Heath, we lost a good one. Mm, it was literally just yes, the worst. I was like, fuck. Damn. Like, just, his performance is quite good in a lot of... Oh, you know what? Actually, just kidding. I think that might have been... Nope. Nope. Oh, fuck. Actually, I have a really good line. Hold on. This, I will just insert this here because I feel like it's very funny. Um, okay. And it just, it's a general comment about the Joker as a whole, which is the Joker isn't an incel, but a murder hobo with a philosophy degree. Um, yes. And I really just like, I, I just, again, another meme photo that I just want to exist in the world. I mean, considering <laughs> that the Joker is the archetype of chaotic evil, that just makes sense to call him a murder hobo. Uh, oh god, the number of people- <laughs> the number of times I have heard people mention that they want to play a murder hobo in something, um, namely in- namely most oftentimes in D&D, um, I find it very funny as a general idea to want to do that, and how easy it is to turn that into something very bad for them to try. Yeah. You know, like suddenly an entire town is after them. Much like what would happen if you tried to be a murder hobo in Skyrim. Um, <laughs> which, Jesus. I remember the first time I like accidentally killed a chicken in Skyrim. Oof. <laughs> which was also, side note, the first, like in that first village. Yep. <laughs> it just immediately killed something there and then no one trusts you the rest of the game. It was beautiful. God, that game is fun. Um, I love that game so much. I played it in a minute. Anyway, um, back from that. Bruce's alibi for going to Hong Kong is absconding with the entire Moscow Ballet to a tropical paradise on a goddamn ship. That's some rich people shit. Fucking bourgeois prick. Anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) This is the movie where I believe that Bruce Wayne is a dick, but mainly because he's rich. Like, that's the only... Uh, He's also also pretending to be a dick, so I guess he's he's Uh, on to that whole thing. (laughs) Like, yeah, but also he... Also, he just knows he's wealthy and it bothers me. Like... (laughs) Again, I don't mind if you're wealthy, but also like leave us a tip though, because you you enjoyed us and you spent time listening to us. So, <laughs> <Anyway. Yeah. laughs> so uh, 
<laughs> he leaves Alfred with all of them, which is kind of a funny moment. Oh my god! Um, again, Michael Caine in these movies is fucking Didn't great. Did, wasn't his line something like, "Do you know the word in, the words in Russian to a, apply your own bloody suntan lotion?" Oh, and there then was that. the immediate uh, moment when Bruce leaves, he just rotates his finger for the nearest ballet to get on her back oh, for suntan god. lotion. <laughs> I appreciate that he just seems like he doesn't want to be on that boat, which I'm like. I just appreciate, first of all, I appreciate that man's commitment to acting, just first of all, because, like, I can imagine that were Michael Caine just on this boat full of, like, prima Russian ballerinas, that I I don't think his first line is gonna be, I don't want to be on this boat, but basically- Also, can we talk about, like, (laughs) the only time that they're in somewhere tropical is that one scene. Mm -hmm. They had to travel there for one scene. Yep. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> the budget <laughs> the budget for this movie for the ship the hell not the helicopter the plane that lands on jesus christ anyway there's so oh my god it's wild so uh joker fakes his death to get close to gamble and then kills him with some great exposition uh, uh why so serious yes oh this is the scar story number yes. one. Oh yes uh, let's see. He uh, makes Gamble's henchmen fight over who lives and joins the Joker. <laughs> this Joker is metal as fuck, and I love him. Yeah, this is where my lie about murder hobo with a philosophy degree comes in, which is just a funny. Anyway, I, just, I like that as a as a line. Um, I would also take um <laughs> a murder hobo with opinions about society. Yes. Um, which I mean, that's just true always. Mm-hmm. Um. Fuck, I can't think of another funny thing that would be similar to that. Oh, um, with a knife and a grudge, um, which I mean, well, sure. No, that doesn't really. No, I don't like it. It's fine. Whatever. Oh, the Two-Face is definitely, um, a, a, a man with, um, a deformed man with, with a coin and a grudge, I will, I will say there. <laughs> um, but that's, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, Fox gets to Hong Kong to formally cancel the deal with Lao, and then plants mm-hmm. a cell phone in the building, useful for later. Mm-hmm. Um, also, he uh, mentions to Bruce that he made some sonar technology, and gets away with not calling it sonar like a bat, which I think was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like sonar like a bat? Like a submarine, Mr. Wayne. And I was like, like you, <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. Like, that was a script note. That was a script note. You motherfucker was the script note. Anyway, yep. that's fine. Um, so, um, Fox's planted phone short circuits uh, the building and its tech. Uh, Batman nabs Lau. This entire sequence. Sky hooks are dope is, is my note for this. Lit. And also like his little skydiving thing where he goes to get into the building. This, this sky hook bit. Other place that this has been used injustice 2 when batman like batman's um like super move Mm -hmm. in this um dives over the person and sort of rolls over them attaches them to a sky hook (laughs) person floats up nabbed by the thing turned upside down and shot at until they hit the ground i love it so much that makes you that makes me want to pick up fighting games and then i realized how much work that has to put in honestly yeah no i have i have so many rpgs in my xbox and playstation 4 that uh Mm -hmm. need to be played anyway yeah 
Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, Lau arranges uh, to tell uh, Dent and Rachel all of his contacts in the mob in exchange for immunity. Slick. Oh, so, oh, actually, you know what? I mentioned that this was a note that I had previously. Oh, sure. Um, I'm fairly sure that this is illegal. Um, like that that there is something here that is highly illegal, and that is you can't just kidnap somebody and bring them back and allow them to testify. Like you actually legally cannot do that. I'm pretty sure that's a I thing. I mean, kidnapping is a crime. Well, yes. Yes, but I mean, like, specifically taking them from another country and then being like, well, now they're back here so you can prosecute them is not how that works. Like, if they were brought there via a crime, which is obviously what happened, they cannot then prosecute that motherfucker. Like, that's not how that works. Because he wound up back in the country in a way that was illegal. Like, it, they would have to follow extradition procedures, and they didn't, so... Mm, yes. so i'm fairly sure that is illegal um second thing this is the first movie where batman leaves and operates outside of gotham oh yes mm-hmm. and i believe one of the only not one of the only ones that that's happened in it happens a lot more later on but this is the first time that, that has ever happened in one of the live action ones of which mm. there have been so goddamn many and none since this trilogy though yeah because we a little bit ruined that. Mm-hmm. Not with the next one. We just ruined that with every Batman that we've sort of had mm-hmm. post this one. I cannot wait for the Batman. I still don't know what I feel it for Robert Pattinson, but I mean, well, I mean, I'll give we'll him see. a goddamn chance. I just don't know that I like want this movie, <laughs> but it's fine. I'm um, excited. So, uh, Gordon and Dent get all the mobsters. Uh, Judge uh, finds a Joker card in her papers. This is relevant later. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dent and the mayor talk about how Dent is a goddamn queen for doing everyone's law enforcement job. Mm-hmm. And followed by the best jump scare of all time. Where a hanged, not hung, that is very different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just crashes against the window and freaking Joker paying a Chelsea grant. Like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Jesus H. Christ. And guess who it was? It was the person that he said, I'm not wearing hockey pads to. Yep. Which just sort of speaks to a little bit this movie's opinion about how money works and about (laughs) classism, which is, I think, the only reason I removed like half a point was because the classism was very stark throughout this movie. Um, Like that. Well, it was that plus the mouth noises from the Joker that just sort of bothered me like tonally. And like, I just I couldn't deal with it happening as much as it did it didn't fuck up the performance it actually worked very nicely for the performance i just hate those noises so i couldn't deal with it and then also that one law bit and then um no really it really was the moments where bruce was like an ultimate classist asshole like and i was just like that feels not that feels like antithetical to how batman works also like that's not a batman line that's a spider-man line exactly exactly still didn't bother me enough mm-hmm. to give it mm-hmm. take away half a star i don't really do half stars um i do <laughs> <laughs> but like and i think there was another reason for it it was just it was something else i don't remember what it was because i do very much like this movie but that the mouth sound thing happened enough that i was like oh fuck um it bugged me a, a wee bit um so Mm-hmm. Uh, Joker shows a homemade snuff film 
uh, killing the copycat. I have a great note about this in my um, mm-hmm. no, like notes and opinions on like the movie as a whole after the synopsis. I'm really excited for you to hear it. Yes. Um, and he's threatening that he's going to kill people every day that Batman doesn't turn himself in. Uh, yeah, this guy is... He's the real deal, man. He isn't fucking around. He ain't playing. Uh, dance fundraiser with Bruce. Uh, Bruce, uh, says Gotham may soon no longer need Batman with Harvey Dent in charge. When possibly having him and Rachel end up being together, which is adorable. Uh, For it's adorable many that reasons. he thinks he gets to have love. Oh, <laughs> Bruce <laughs> Wayne, you have not read your own comic books. You think you deserve all right so dark ass lines the the joker card from before has the dna of that one judge from before harvey dent and commissioner Loeb. and gordon thinks these are the joker's next targets from his snuff film warning correct and we have uh, back-to-back murders of judge with a car bomb uh this is the second car bomb we've had on this list anyway Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Ah. and Loeb with some poison Mm. Uh, and the Joker crashes the fundraiser. Uh, so Lau is doing court. Uh, Bruce and Alfred have a talk about the Joker being a typical example of the chaotic evil alignment. Uh, we cut to... Some men just want to watch the web. Yes. It's the, um, the, the meme, the mm, quotable meme yeah. from the thing. I also remember love seeing... I Like, I remember seeing for a very long time all of the, like, the, it it straight up it was memes but it was all on facebook because this was pre me having a twitter account um <laughs> like and it was literally just someone doing something wild and then an image just after it saying some men just like to watch the world burn and i kind mm-hmm. of i remember loving that a lot while that was happening yes despite the fact that that in and of itself speaks to a bit of a oh you know what i do remember what my other half a point was and it feels weird that i only gave it half a point but i'll get there all right oh and also um from the fundraiser batman comes and beats up the joker and blah 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 mm-hmm. um so we get to a crime scene uh, with a little name pun with harvey and dent with two dead Ooh, god dead cops mm-hmm. uh, joker plans to kill the mayor mm. as he car as he draws a little joker smile in the newspaper of the mayor how bold so uh, Batman cuts a brick from the wall where the bullet hit to scan some fingerprints. Um, Bruce and Alfred start doing some trademark Batman detective work to get the fingerprint and all that. Hell yeah. So, um, this twerp. Batman the detective. <laughs> Woo! And this is like one of the only times in these movies that he's actually being a detective. I know, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a twerp at Wayne Enterprises blackmailing Fox because he discovered that he made the tumbler for Batman. Uh, and Fox shuts him down gloriously. It's like, so you really think? Like, <laughs> you I... think you're gonna you're gonna threaten this guy? Okay. It's like, wait, I'm sorry. You think this goddamn billionaire is this person? But you gonna hold ransom on him when you know good and damn well he could kill you in a heartbeat, and he might do it because he seems a little. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, he makes a good goddamn point. Is all the fuck I will say to that. Um. Because, woo, good lord. Um. That would have been enough to have me be like, you know what? I'm sorry. Forget about the whole thing. I'm fucking leaving. I will never see. I will never be back in this building again. I'm. I'm gone. I'm gone. You will never see me again. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir. All right. All right. That's 
how I feel about that. So, uh, Fox reconstructs the bullet fragments to get a fingerprint, and Bruce has this little secret project that he just kind of mentioned, and that's going to come up a little later. Secret project! Uh-huh. Ah, ah, ah. We got a parade to mourn uh, Commissioner Loeb. Uh, Bruce has a lead where the killer may be. Uh, Joker and goons steal police uniforms and tie up real cops in the building in question. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joker shoots the mayor. Uh, they, oh, speaking of this, there was this meme going around. Um, <laughs> uh, it was a freeze frame of the jo- of Heath Ledger without the Joker makeup, but he was in a police uniform. And someone <laughs> actually thought it was a real police officer. Oh, boy. And they were making jokes about the Joker. And it was like, this man is a is a public servant. He protects and serves us, blah, blah, blah. And, and someone goes, that is literally Heath Ledger from The Dark Knight. <laughs> I'm like, oof. <laughs> Misplaced appreciation for law enforcement. Yikes. Okay. Anyway, uh, they get Gordon. Uh-oh. But um, in the single scene, we see him lying on the ground. He's still breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one goon uh, has a name tag that says Rachel Dawes. Uh-oh, she's next. Fuck. Uh, Dent drives away in the ambulance <laughs> that the goon is handcuffed in. Uh, we have Gordon's wife named Barbara. See what they did there. Barbara Gordon. I mean, uh-huh. in fairness, there have been, there are two of them. Oh, I know. I just think it's funny. I know. Yeah. Like, to it's... clarify, that doesn't mean we're going to get Batgirl out of this. Oh, no, sadly. because the trilogy already ended and also... And also he had a son. And, and a daughter. Not, did he have a daughter? I don't think there's he had two a them, daughter. Yeah. And, oh, and the end there's two of them. Oh, he was only two. Got it. Yeah. Mm. But like, honestly, the Barbara Gordon from, Barbara Gordon from uh, uh, Gotham, mm-hmm. one of my favorites because she was just unhinged. <laughs> She's just like, she was basically what Harley Quinn could have been in a way had they decided to put her in there. That also would have meant having a Joker that wasn't Cameron Monaghan. I believe that's his name. I don't know. Anyway, not that I think he did a bad job. I actually think he did a great job considering he did four of them. Yeah. (laughs) Just, okay, sure. Four different Jokers. Okay, dude. (laughs) That's more Jokers than many other people have even attempted to play ever. Because that sounds like... I'm concerned for him, and I feel like somebody should check up on him. Is he all right? Um, he was the protagonist in the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and he was incredible. Oh, so good. he's doing just fine. Oh, good. So he hasn't. So he didn't take on some bad, uh, some some not great, uh, acting things, um, such as internalizing a role to a level where you then want to die afterwards um which seems to be just a thing that happens when you method act a little too much i mean there was a little discrepancy on whether or not that was actually why heath ledger od'd i wouldn't be Um, surprised um because there was there was a testimony by heath's sister mm -hmm. that said that like no he was happy as could goddamn be afterwards and it was actually exciting because he was i think negotiating a contract to being in the third one ah yeah and it just has so happened that he was hooked on, like, I think both uppers and downers because of the ridiculous shooting schedule. Precisely. Yeah. So and it's, hmm. it's more the... Don't overwork your damn actors. <laughs> it, exactly. It's that and that. And I do just 
and might just also be my issue with method acting. Oh, um, same. I'm not trying on. to defend yeah. method acting. <laughs> it just it, as someone who is a who I guess was a theater actor. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it doesn't hold. It's is not necessary for a good performance. It isn't. It's not. And it, it it oftentimes feels like it it's not going to deliver a good one. Like I will say the ones that I've like of. I think there have only been like a few that I've seen where like the method acting, like I could tell it changed something about the performance. Mm-hmm. And the only performance that I've seen in recent years that was like a good performance, but the character was shitty would have been the, would have been the most recent Joker movie. But uh, yeah. um, with the giant caveat of one, I hated the movie and two, um, just someone someone being good at a role doesn't mean that the role is good. I mean, I think with a different script, Joaquin Phoenix would have been a killer Joker. Exactly. Oh, I yeah. agree. I just, it, this movie was trash garbage, or that movie was trash garbage, not this one. This one is good. Um, oh, this one tri- That one tried to be this one and failed very badly. It did try to be The Dark Knight. God, it really did, didn't it? And down it really to, fucked that up. Like, down so to the badly. makeup and the hair and the... I was listening to something today. Actually, this du- I promise this will relate back. This will be my last little sort of derailment, but I was listening <laughs> to something today about... Um, about um like thing scenes that were in movies that have like ruined the location that like they were shot at oh the stairs yeah <laughs> yeah i've and seen how, that like, everyone, i saw that thread yeah yeah and everyone's like listen at least if you're gonna show up here just fucking buy something while you're here at the very mm-hmm. goddamn least and also take your shit with you and like i just uh shout out to cracked the cracked podcast despite the fact that i never listen to it anymore um it's just too goddamn long and like winding and weird and sometimes the guests are fucking weird (laughs) anyway i'm not no shots fired at cracked i love the people but like i just their guests are sometimes not my favorite people okay mildly too conservative for me anyway sure Mm -hmm. uh all right so barbara is told that gordon is dead batman goes awol for a bit uh, he he crashes a club where Maroney is, mm-hmm. and uh, Rachel is told she is next by Harvey, and she goes to hide at Bruce's place. Uh, we got some dark Harvey Dent with our first freaking coin toss. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Batman integrates Maroney, breaks his legs, and gets nothing. Cut to dark Dent again. This is where we get the coin flip. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman intervenes, tell him the goon is fucking nuts and won't get anything from him, and tells Dent to hold a press conference and that Gotham is in Dent's hands now because Bruce is going to turn himself in. Shit! Ooh. Okay. I apologize for that, for that scream, but that's, uh, <laughs> hence, I don't know. Shit. Uh, this, I believe my note for this is, God damn, this movie is so fucking good. Um, yes. Because of course it is. Of yes, course this is. is my note for this goddamn scene. This whole sequence, like, I, there are so many moments where I just stop taking fucking notes because I'm like, bitch, I have nothing to say about this. This is incredible and I'm so engrossed. And so the one thing I can get out is, this movie is so good. And then I'm, then I just have to stop for a minute. But yeah. And we cut to uh, Bruce's penthouse. Uh, he and Rachel are talking about how they can be together now and they kiss. Uh, Bruce closes down the Batcave. Alfred tells him to roll with the punches and to continue being Batman. Bruce does not want to. 
Mm. Uh, Den calls the press conference, and then he says he's a Batman, and then they take him away in a SWAT van. God fucking damn it. <laughs> this hero-ass motherfucker. <laughs> this was a bad call, dude. I mean... His reasoning is not incorrect where, like, mm-hmm. the Joker will come and put himself in the open and then the and then Batman will take him down. He's very correct with it. It's just a bad idea because it's gonna lead to bad things. Yep. And you just can see that it's gonna lead to bad things and you just know that, like, God damn it, he's trying to be a sacrificial whatever the fuck and he's just, ugh. ugh. Gonna be our sacred goat. Uh... It so, bothers me and makes me uh, sad. Rachel confides in Alfred about how she is not okay with Bruce letting Harvey do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfred consoles her and says that it's the right thing to do, or at least a constructive thing to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, another thing in all caps that I have in my notes, I love Michael Caine as Alfred. Yes! Again, the only Alfred I fucking respect. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, <laughs> so Rachel gives Alfred an envelope to give to Bruce. When the time is right, mm-hmm. Rachel sees Dent off to be transferred to another jail. And then he gives Rachel his two-faced coin. So, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh... I make my own luck, this motherfucker. Mm, yeah. uh, the way is barred by a flaming fire truck, ironic. Uh, they take another route uh, in an underground pass, which totally cannot go wrong in any way and a lit car chase ensues yep so i'm um, i'm not gonna do a play-by-play of this because mm-hmm. it's just so long we do get introduced to the bat pod the little bat motorcycle yeah uh, chase ends with joker sitting in the middle of the road for batman to hit him he swerves and crashes uh gordon alive nabs the joker mm-hmm. uh we're in jail uh now oh, also a oh. wonderful slap from gordon's wife when oh, goes back. yes. Just because I want to have... Sm- <laughs> I'm going to call it Smack Cam. Oh, <laughs> insert, insert the vine about the Smack Cam, which is Smack Cam. <laughs> bitch, I hope you do be dead some bitch, I tell you what. <laughs> that's still my favorite vine anyway, but um, no, that's uh, that, that insert that here. So really great, well-executed, just... Five finger to the mm-hmm. face smack um, from from wife there, and honestly, well deserved because. But also, like, it had to happen that way. But also, you motherfucker, yeah. like the whole I ooh ooh. I can only imagine being in that situation. Like, just imagine it, and like, uh, my ability to act is such that I can put myself in that. My ability to have human empathy is such that I could put myself in that like position, and it would utterly destroy me for about two days. <laughs> but that's because I am weird and emotionally disconnected from a lot of things, and thus will will bounce back very quickly, but All not right. for good reasons anyway. <laughs> okay. Therapy. I need more therapy. Um, Don't we all? Betterhelp.com. Anyway, just kidding. Um, So, we are back in jail. Uh, We uh, learn that there is absolutely no information on the Joker in any type of background. Check anything. Uh, Gordon goes home, gets that slap. Uh, We got a new inmate who has a tummy ache. We will get to that later. Uh, 
let's see, uh, Gordon comes back to the jail because Dent never made it home from his prison transfer. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on a second. Have we missed the bit where there was a, um, where the Joker made another speech about how he got the, it's the second Scar story? Oh, that was the fundraiser. Right, okay, With, yeah. To Rachel. So his second Scar story, Marriage Gone Wrong, which, I mean, like, I I gotta say the second story is, I think, one of my favorites. Huh. He's like, I don't know, she was, she I don't know. I did it to prove that I didn't really give a shit, and then she can't stand the sight of me. And I was like, "Damn!" Or is it because like, the irony, you motherfucker? <laughs> or it's someone involving not taking "I got to smile more" <laughs> to heart? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You got to smile more. Fuck you. <laughs> No, I don't. And to prove it, I'm going to carve it into my face and be a psychotic murderer clown. My God. Oh, that does remind me of I also, the Batman episode I saw you. I also just kind of hate when people say that. I, of course. I mean, I yeah. do. Like, <laughs> smile more. I'm like, me, motherfucker. I, I have nothing to smile about, and neither do you, you son of a bitch. Anyway, that's oh, just my, I don't know. Oh, boy. Because I like to be dark and scary. And just ominous. So that's a good thing to. Sh- that's that's a ooh thing that is fun to do. Say something like you know what somebody's future is, and then just walk the fuck away. <laughs> okay. Something like that. Like so, someone has made that comment to you, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, "Huh? Well, now I don't feel bad about what's going to happen to you next Tuesday," and then you just leave. And then you just have to sit, that person has to sit there and think, next Tuesday? <laughs> what the fuck do I have planned next Tuesday? And they're, if they're a logical person, they will think that for about 35 seconds. And it's just <laughs> a, a 35 seconds of complete terror because a random stranger told them they might die. Yes. Um. Anyway, it's all good. All right. So Gordon comes back, dead never been home, we got it in interrogation with gordon and batman Mm -hmm. uh this is a cool scene uh joker reveals that he has kidnapped both dent and rachel Uh. batman has to choose which one to go after he chooses rachel gordon goes after dent they're both wired wired to oil drums which also, um, he mixed up the addresses. I feel like that's the immediate he next thing. He switched them. I yeah. do have that in my notes because we later we find that out later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Joker wants his one phone call, which is a funny little bit. Um, uh, Dent tries uh, to escape. <laughs> uh, he falls, an oil drum falls, and the oil covers half of his face. Bum, bum, bum. Well... Uh, so the guy with the tummy ache had an explosive phone in him that the Joker detonated with his one phone call. Of course he did. Hold on one second. I need to check and see if the one phone call thing is an actual thing. It's in, like, every single prison I know, but I, like, feel like that's not real. You know, <laughs> like, I feel like it's one of those, like, oh, yeah, hold on. First article. Um, busting the one phone call from jail myth. That's the first one. Um, now, do you get one phone call in jail? No, absolutely not. You don't, you're not legally entitled to that one phone call. The good news is that in reality, 
you'll be able to make a phone call much sooner when you when you get to a station in general but you don't have that's not a legal right that you have so every movie has lied to you because the tropes about movie and the about the law and and movies it's it's not a thing um like they they don't because the law in and of itself why would it let anybody have a single phone call to who the fuck ever like in theory it makes some semblance of sense to like have that be a thing forgive my mic noises i just i'm giving myself a hunch with my yeah with my posture with this mic (laughs) oh i just naturally have one so i'm like hunched over like i'm a i'm i'm a cave beast and i just look like this i'm a fo- i'm a cave witch you see and yes I just, i'm a cave witch and i just have one shoulder way higher the fuck than the other um given strong uh yennefer vibes anyway that's <laughs> oh dear that sequence side note is still like i still have like low-key nightmares about that transformation sequence just because it's it's a lot yeah it is a lot and i just i can't deal with it but anyway that's fine so uh Mm -hmm. batman arrives at the place but dent is there because joker switched the addresses rachel dies dents get i can't talk today oh my god sudden death sequence for her like it is so stark and very another really good jump scare uh so dent gets half of his face burnt off Mm -hmm. as one would imagine (laughs) oh yeah Oh, boy. And Alfred reads the letter. Uh, Rachel was going to marry Dent. Uh-oh. Uh, Alfred does not give Bruce the letter when he has the chance. Oof. Yikes! Uh, and we find out what he does with it later. Uh-oh. Mm. Uh, Dent is in the hospital. Uh, Gordon comes to apologize uh, for not believing that his men were fucking shady. Mm-hmm. And we learn that Dent's nickname for ICU from the beginning of the movie was... <gasps> Two-Face, dun-dun-dun, and right on cue, we get Dent's new look as Two-Face. Yep. Maroney with, shows up. With one eye just basically, like, fully Ooh, out. His yeah. Head. God, the prosthetic... Uh, I have a note for this. The Two-Face prosthetic is so fucking good. Oh, you know what? I remember what this line is. I have a note that says, I, the tension from this scene. That one refers to that whole last sequence mm-hmm. of, with, like, yeah, with having to figure out who was going to be safe who was going to die the tension yeah. is so high with that god it's a yeah well done scene i am attached to this this thing and it is a problem no i'm not all right attached to it. anyway there so go. uh maroney shows up uh tells gordon where the joker can be found uh he is dealing with the remaining mobsters he burns his half of the money with lao on top of it so i'm imagining lao was burnt to death <laughs> Um, and he hires the rest of the mobsters by killing off the one Italian dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he declares on live TV that if Coleman Reese, the twerp from before, isn't dead in an hour, then he blows up a hospital. I'm not saying that little twerp deserves it, but he has been a little bitch for the entire movie. I mean, I'm fine if he dies, but like, because <laughs> I'm such a dick. I'm fine if he dies. Like, I have no issue with that. <laughs> I know y'all want me to care. I really don't give a shit. He can die like at any point. I mean, in time. he's not. He's not like he's not an important character. Exactly. Uh, he so doesn't even have a name. Coleman Reese. I know. I'm kidding. I know, I know he has a name. But I'm like, he might as well not have a name. I don't yes. fucking remember it. <laughs> so this is a job for Bruce Wayne and his Lamborghini. 
Um, it is mayhem outside for people trying to kill Reese. Uh, a cop has a wife in the hospital. Uh oh. Uh, Joker has his cute, uh, cute nurse outfit on. Uh, he tries to convince Death that uh, convince Death Dent that Rachel's death wasn't his fault. My God, I need to learn how to speak goddamn Ooh. English and read my notes. <laughs> uh, Joker uh, gives Dent a gun and then does a coin toss. Joker survives his little two-faced coin toss. Mm-hmm. And we cut to Bruce uh, flooring it to get the truck that's trying to total the car with Reese and Gordon and the cop and with the wife in the hospital are in. Well, the cop lowers uh, the gun to kill Reese and then Bruce does his dumb millionaire thing. It's like, should I go to the hospital? I was only trying to catch the light. <laughs> God. Oh, uh, that was good. so good. I love dumb Bruce Will- billionaire. Yeah. Uh, so Joker blows up Gotham General. Uh, Joker plans to plunge Gotham into anarchy by sundown, but warns them not to take the bridges and tunnels if they want to evacuate. Uh-oh. Oh, this sequence. Uh, Fox gets word of a break-in at the location that Bruce closed off for his secret project. And we get Two-Face at a bar where one of the cops in Gordon's unit is responsible for Rachel's death. He spins his coin, and the cop dies. Mm-hmm. The break-in is Batman. Yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, he built uh, the sonar from before that taps into every phone in Gotham. Yep. Okay. And Fox is like, the fuck? Honey, no. If you build this, I will not be here. If you build this, I will in fact not come. I will in fact ah! leave. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Uh, That's and, the weirdest reference yeah. I've ever made to anything. <laughs> like I know anything about. It. <laughs> so, um, oh god. <laughs> uh, so Fox said it's unethical and refuses to work at Wayne Enterprises as long as it is functional. Which, uh, like, yes, okay. He's a scientist. He has to remain ethical. I get it, but also like this is a state of emergency type mm-hmm. shit thing. And not one of those things where I would ever begrudge anybody. Like, this is one of those moments where I'm like, yeah, no, surveillance, do that. Because it's, they're looking for one thing. And they can, they can, they're not looking for anything the fuck else. They're not going in and being like, let's find something. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's some, that's some injustice, injustice storyline shit. We're is this basically brother eye? Is this the brother eye system? This might be the brother eye system. It doesn't really matter. Um, but like, <clears throat> this is one of the one of the like classic Batman things where Batman just has a surveillance system, but like yeah. a really good one. And also, it makes sense that like he would have one that taps into I don't know the thing in everyone's pocket that listens to everything, which is also funny that that's like, I think I might just be one of those people. Who has never really given a shit about surveillance. Like I understand. I understand and have heard all of the arguments for why I should give a shit about it. I just don't. Like and I know. I know why other people do. Mm-hmm. I fully am just one of those. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be fine. Like they're not. One they're not. They'll hear some wild shit. But they won't hear anything illegal. It's gonna be fine. Like, it, I'm gonna be okay. Like, if they were trying to find something, 
they could find it it would be fine like that like they could find it legally or they could just like listen in if they need to hear something that is happening like and like that i understand kind of it but also i know the way that the laws usually work they won't be able to use anything that they're just hearing via surveillance that they're not supposed to be doing which is a thing that that currently is how that works so i'm not worried because i know that my rights are so (laughs) but anyway so uh gordon and the mayor talk about the evacuation Highways are backed up, and the ferries have prisoners on them, and there's only one ferry left for civilians. So we have Maroney trying to evacuate two faces waiting in his car with a surprise bitch moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maroney tells Dent who the other cop was that was one of his goons. Uh, mm-hmm. Maroney survives his coin flip, but the driver doesn't. Oh, God. Ah, uh, boy. Mm-hmm. That's just cheap. Oh, Mm-hmm. If you win this coin toss, you don't die. Oh, guess I gotta make something up. Oh, your driver. By the way, how did Two Face survive that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I also like keep forgetting how he died, and I know that it's coming up in a minute. I just I like keep forgetting it. But anyway, <clears throat> all right. So we cut to the ferries. Uh, one with civilians and one with prisoners. Uh, Joker gave each boat the detonator to the other boat. Uh, Joker goes on a loudspeaker. And uh, Fox zeroes in on that location with this unethical tech. Uh, Two-Face gets uh, the rat cop to call Gordon's family to get them to a certain location. Uh, She survives her little coin flip. Um, I love how it's like the one one side of the coin that like, Mm -hmm. uh uh-oh, is just black Mm -hmm. with soot. Yep, fully. Which I'm like... I then <laughs> like I then or like you, keep... mm. <laughs> you can fix it, darling. He just covers it with magic marker. You die when it's on this side. <laughs> that one means tails, bitch. Anyway, mm. all right. So, um, let's see. She survives her little coin toss, but she gets decked for being a rat. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, GCPD gets to the ferry. Um, it appears, uh, that Joker goons and hostages are right by the windows of the adjacent building. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman thinks something is weird about this because, yes, uh, Gordon wants snipers to go to town. Uh, Batman springs into action. Fox gives Batman the detective vision from Batman Arkham Asylum. P.S. J.V. play those games immediately is literally uh, a note in my, <laughs> <laughs> in my, in mm. my thing. <laughs> Um, so Two-Face kidnaps Gordon's family and then calls him. Uh, Batman finds out that the clowns are actually hostages, and then Batman starts taking out the SWAT guys. My god, this is such a good action scene. Very. Like, the music in the background, all the things. Oh my god, this has to be, like, probably one of my favorite action scenes I've seen in a movie. Hell yeah. It's just so damn good. Mm Mm-hmm. So Batman finds out the clowns are hostages, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we got more tension on the ferries. The civilians voted to blow the prisoners up. Um, SWAT finds out about the hostages. Uh, Batman and Joker duke it out. Uh, Joker using a crowbar. Huh. Okay. I see you, uh, Death in the Family. Um, Woo! 
Uh, so a prisoner takes a detonator on the prisoner boat and throws it out the window, and no one on the civilian boat can get uh, get up the guts to actually blow them up. So what I, what they're going to get so, both blown up because that's the deal. What um, I think the um, the note there that I thought was interesting is that the man that, that, that threw it out the window, yeah, that the line that he specifically said is, I'm doing what y'all should have been done already. Like, yeah. this is what should have happened with mm-hmm. this wild that it took us this long to get to the point of like just throw like we just need to throw this detonator at the goddamn window because fuck y'all <laughs> which i thought it was good i thought that w- uh it was just very interesting to see that and then also like seeing i have feelings about this scene and i think i might wait no you know what i will just say them now sure which is that this whole interaction speaks to how i feel about like how i feel about civilians views of criminals yes which is which if if y'all watch this scene and you feel comfortable with everything the fuck that the people on the boat were saying you are incorrect and wrong and a terrible human being like yeah because here's the thing we don't know what the fuck any of those criminals did we don't know they've been branded criminal and for yeah. some reason in our brain that all, that means every single one of them has done something horrific yeah and considering that this is what circa 2009 they were probably all weed dealers exactly also <laughs> given the number of black people there yes probably correct and like just a that's not uh that bothers the shit out of me because that's not how like that's a bad take it is always a bad yeah. take to assume that like to assume that a person again we talked about this with Shawshank Redemption to yes. assume that a person is beyond redemption simply because they are in prison mm-hmm. that's not how that works that is not how any of this works that has never been how any of this works and also between those two groups the civilians are the ones who look worse <laughs> like they just are because at the end of the day all it took was like one was one dude in the in the on the boat with the on the boat with the criminals to just like throw it out the window be like no one's having the choice to say whether or not those people die and it's not because they're more decent people than we are it's because like fuck this decision yeah and i'm like so they have better morals than anybody else in this Mm -hmm. goddamn group that's a little weird that should feel weird to you that should feel weird it should also feel very realistic yes and that's like just If we ever want prison reform to actually occur, the opinions that go on in a situation like this one need to be less need to be less like what the fuck the people were doing on the on the boat or not on the on the uh, ship of the civilians mm-hmm. and more like more compassionate like the people on the on the criminal boat. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's my opinion. And that's my take. Yeah. Um, um, I think one of the better things about this entire sequence is that it shows that no matter what decision these people make, it is going to be an uncomfortable decision. Hell yeah. Because, oh, well, if the civilians blow up the prisoners, uh, yeah, that, exactly everything you said. Mm-hmm. If the prisoners blow up the civilians, uh-oh, we're, mm-hmm. confer- we're, we're confirming a stereotype. Exactly. Um, and if they don't blow each other up, Joker's gonna blow them both up, like he said, on the loudspeaker, mm-hmm. and now that is just an unnecessary amount of life lost in a plan that would have mm-hmm. done half. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then, like, like the, the option there is basically, like, we all die. One group dies. But we can't talk to that group to figure out which group dies, which is also, like, a little fucked. I'd be like, wait. If I could it's talk the Joker. to them quickly. Like, <laughs> like, let me just have a conversation with them real quick. What if all of y'all jump off the boat and we go pick you up like immediately after i know that's not how that works but like that would be that's my solution to that problem jump into the water and float for five minutes we will be there i promise like just but that's that requires communication and also just is where that i mean they could just yell to the other boat they're not that far away no they're not and like they really like (laughs) It's one of those. It's one of those things where I'm like, I know that that's like a weird, like easy solution to that problem that I just gave. Like, and it's not actually a good solution. It's actually quite a bad solution. But like, it's the solution that I would give it. Like, if you yeah. just, like leave the boat, then like, yep, this boat has life jackets. It's a goddamn ferry. Like, it, it's going to have life jackets for an insane amount of people because that is what they're prepared for. So, if that is the case, put on the life put on the life jacket, jump in the damn water, and then wait. Or you can start swimming if you really wanted to, but like wait. And then somebody sends something over when the situation is realized like what's going on to go pick up the other people because they're going to have to check for survivors anyway because if the thing blows up they're still going to be survivors mm-hmm. just because that's how shit works. I mean, people might all die, sure. Um, that's definitely a way that that could go, but, like, people might live, too, so you'd have to go and check. Regardless, regardless what happens, you have to check the debris. That's just policy. So, this is where me applying policy to things puts, like, little holes and shit, and, like, (laughs) like, "Mm, here's my solution to this weird problem. It involves communication. Go fucking figure. Um, <laughs> the solution to every problem, communicate. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, also, sacrifice for the people is my last note. And I fully don't know what that was regarding. I'm pretty sure that's about the last sequence with the bat. The bat. The bat. The bat! So, uh, Joker <laughs> is about to detonate them both because it's, uh, oh, time's up. Uh, Batman shoots uh, Joker with his little arm blade thingies mm-hmm. and tosses the Joker over and then strings him back up. Uh, Joker tells Batman what he did to Dent. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh, Gordon gets to the meeting place. The family is tied up. Um, he... <laughs> Tells Gordon that he is going to kill the one that he loves most, and then he chooses his little boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman shows up, Two Face uh, tosses a coin. Uh, <laughs> he tosses his coin to his Batman. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Oh, uh, oh, toss a coin to your Batman. Uh, <laughs> I'm infuriated. Continue. <laughs> oh, there's a spider. Nice little I hate it. Anyway, it's <laughs> fine. So, um, it lands on the little death side. Uh, so Batman gets shot. Uh, Two Face tosses a coin to himself. Oh, Valley of Plenty. Uh, he lives. Tosses a coin. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 Tosses a coin. 
tosses a coin for Jim Gordon and uh, not Jim Jr. Sorry. And then uh, Batman tackles Dent and they both fall. Two-Face dies. Mm-hmm. Batman takes the fall for Harvey's reputation. Yep. Gordon breaks the bat signal. Alfred burns the letter. Uh-oh. Uh, and then oh, shit. And then Fox shuts down the detective vision machine. Mm-hmm. Movie ends with a title drop from Gordon and Batman being chased by cops. Sacrifice for the people. And one one plot hole that I don't understand is why don't they just blame the Joker? Sweet baby bitch, why don't you just blame the goddamn Joker? That (laughs) is a giant, oh my god. Why don't they just kill the Joker, not kill the Joker, just blame the Joker for Mm -hmm. killing the people that Harvey did? (laughs) You know what's wild? So like a lot of people are like, we, a lot of people take the general like frame thing of like, Oh, well, like, like, obviously Batman has this whole, like, no killing rule that he never follows unless it's, like, plot appropriate. Um, That, like, nobody else necessarily needs to have that. (laughs) Like, there's enough probable, not probable cause, whatever. There's, like, enough cases where, like, someone on the police force could have used lethal force because it was earned and deserved, like, and they would never, like, there, it would have been one of those things where nobody would have, like, really questioned them about that one in particular. (laughs) Not, that you wouldn't, there wouldn't be a Black Lives Matter march after that one, let's be real. There wouldn't be a even an all lives matter march after that one again <laughs> let's be very real oh it my wouldn't God. happen like it wouldn't happen because ultimately like everyone would be like yeah no that motherfucking needed to go like yeah it, like it's just mm. and because batman is always like just a morally gray weirdo um joker always continues to live and i'm always like this is the part where it gets unrealistic. Somebody would have killed this motherfucker. He does way too much wild and crazy shit and isn't aware of a lot of things that are happening around him. Like, he is in a lot of ways, but he's also not... He's not omnipotent, and he's also not a trained ninja. So, like, there's no... There is no reason for Joker to still be alive. In fact, there are so many times where I'm confused... How the Joker has remained alive as long as he has. He's not that good at a lot of things. (laughs) Like, he doesn't have a large skill set. He's just a crazy person. That is it. That is is what he is. And I do not understand how he continues to exist and is alive all the time. Like, I understand at least why Harley is. She at least has fucking, like, fighting skills that make sense for her to have. Yeah. Yeah. As again, evident by birds. I'm just gonna keep bringing it back every time. Oh it's gonna God. keep happening. Trope. <laughs> um, Yay! But specifically, like they even sort of explained a little bit in Birds of Prey why Harley has the powers that she has, and mm. like that's you know just been canonically true, like over this whole time, including like oh yeah, no, she's like more intelligent than the Joker and has reason to be. I mean, she has a sh- she has a psych degree. She is a PhD. Yes. She is a fucking doctor. She is Dr. <laughs> Harleen Quinzel. She is a doctor and more more intelligent than the Joker. And yet somehow <laughs> 
Oh god, I just snorted. I apologize. But anyway, like no that so that sort of bothers me because I look at the Joker and I'm like, the Joker is just again a murder hobo with a with a with a with a um with a philosophy degree. Like that's that's it. That is it. But that is also literally it. There's no like there's nothing in addition to that other than like oh yeah sure occasionally he can come together and like put one plan together. Yeah. And like if anything with that plan goes wrong like. He doesn't have a backup other than blow everybody the fuck up, and that's not a backup plan. <laughs> that's just not it. So, like, I mean, I don't know. It bugs me. Like, that <laughs> bugs me just about the Joker, not about this movie. That just bugs me about the character of the Joker in general. Which, again, we'll probably get to yet again in another movie, because we can't leave the Joker the fuck alone. <laughs> and we really need to. I mean, he uh, is Batman's main villain then maybe we should leave them both the fuck alone because batman is annoying (laughs) i just like okay here you like batman be quiet (laughs) no 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 no. i like the bat family and when i like everyone around batman batman himself annoys the shit out of me because like (laughs) because again he will like break his own rules randomly and in ways that are like very like really dude like really again blows up full like full array of cop cars blows up the whole fucking police force and we're supposed to believe that that police force is still alive despite the fact that he blew up every one of their cars with them in it girl please i would like- say in terms of what you're saying <laughs> mm-hmm. this like christian bale batman mm-hmm. yes it's it's unnecessary yes mm-hmm. uh, other iterations of batman do that way better i.e arkham video games i mean they they make every single like explanation of how people are not killed in the interim of batman's actions Mm -hmm. um good yes because jesus we need more of that in the movie like if we were going to do more (laughs) like why is it why is it a video game that gets it right and not like a hollywood movie (laughs) it might have something to do with the fact that certain characters translate better to video games and comic books than they do to movies true and I maintain that that is a constant thing with a lot of comic books in with a lot of comic books and comic book movies in general, mm-hmm. which is that shit. They don't. Um, some of them don't just need to have a movie. Also, um, with video games and comic books, you spend more time with that form of media, so you get more time with the characters. That's why I think. That's why Arrow works better than. Yeah. Uh, that, that's why Arrow would work better than a Green Arrow movie. Yeah, fuck a Green Arrow movie. Jesus Christ, I really don't want that movie. Yeah, and that's and that's why that's why the MCU works more than the DC because yeah. they have multiple movies to get to know these characters. Exactly, exactly. And even if and like even if you do center it on one of the, I think the issues with the movies that they center them on the big four or big three. I guess big three technically, but there are more. Mm-hmm. And like every time we center, we center on one of the main ones it goes wrong maybe because again they don't translate well to movies often with the exception of wonder woman that is the only one that is translated <laughs> very well weirdly it was wonder woman like for some reason like we all like i remember when the trailer came out we we're just like is that gonna work i knew it would and then it came mm-hmm. out and we're like oh oh no it works <laughs> <laughs> it like 
I think that has to do with the novelty of not the novelty that feel oh god the word novelty there feels really wrong considering <laughs> the rest of what I'm about to say but like it the things being directed by women that are centered around women really does change the entirety of whether or not a movie is good or I mean, bad it like makes sense exactly <laughs> at the very least if the if the main central character is going like match like the director's gender and gender identity should probably match the main central character of whatever story they're telling i'm going to just say that in for most movies i feel like that makes it better because the way that the direction then works takes a lot of, a lot more things into account for that character that we may not necessarily think of or that another person from another group might not think of. It is, again, why Black Panther is a very good movie as well, because the director is a is a, another black man, and it centers around a black man. It just sort of works fairly well. Um, and most of that tends to work out mostly okay. I would say with the caveat of, like, given that for the longest time um it was only white men um straight white men directing um movies starring other straight white men there's more um variance there of course but there's also going to be that variance with all the other movies as well because that's just how the human experience works like and that's fine but i don't know i just got very philosophical but like my main point i think is just that they they don't this is one that isn't served well by translating to a movie. Um, like he's he's not a character who translates well to a movie because you don't have the time to like explain. Well, here's how this group survived that. Like, cause in a TV show that could be a throwaway line, but it's a throwaway line that you know that like fuck it, it's fine. Like if we throw that line in here, where every line counts because you only have a set amount of time, like for each episode that throwaway line that's fine to leave that there because we have a whole other episode later where we can explain more and get to more plot things yeah that's um i don't know if i made this note yet in this Mm -hmm. uh, rendition of series bench hell but i would have loved if christopher nolan either did more than three batman movies or did this style of batman in a tv show fuck me like can you imagine like christopher nolan doing all of the freaking batman villains in his fashion I would love it. I keep saying, do the Riddler in form in the form of Saw. Have them do Ooh. riddles, and if you don't guess them in time, your arms get torn off. That's a good full season of a show. Yeah, like, and that's really like. I mean, granted, I think I think again one of the things that all of these, um, one thing that the Flash does well is it has one large overarching villain. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all the other ones that just pop up from week to week. But, yeah. like, you know that they still are going to get back to that big one at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, that, and, like, I like that as a format. Because <laughs> it's almost like a villain of the week. Uh, <laughs> it's the monster of the week kind of game. But villain. <laughs> Batman villain of the full week. villain. Um, and, like, I think that that, because Batman just has so many villains, that does translate well to, like, a show or a movie or or not so much a movie but like definitely a show because with a movie you can only choose so many but with a show you can choose all of them and in whatever order you goddamn well please despite the fact well with respect to 
some canonical story things that just make sense to happen in a certain order like wouldn't make sense to have joker's daughter and then joker like that just wouldn't Mm. and then two-face like that doesn't make that order doesn't make any sense considering two of them are related and one of them comes before the other anyway that's fine um like so just like the it i know that and that as a concept i think is just one that like that not a lot of that maybe people get on occasion but i think it's why when we see a movie a superhero movie especially a dc one that doesn't that doesn't get that doesn't go well doesn't get good reviews doesn't get all those things i often look at that and i'm like because that should have remained a series like that should have remained a series that Mm -hmm. should have remained like something that got more than just this one thing and it shouldn't have been like it what it shouldn't have had is a full like franchise riding on this thing because that doesn't work like the one of the reasons these three um work as well as they do there wasn't a full universe riding on them it was just this one this one storyline like had they tried to be like, and here is where Superman comes in with this whole fucking thing, it, how quickly would that have ruined everything? With also, it? my like, god, Superman would not exist in the Nolan verse because it's really realistic. Like my main gripe of mm-hmm. these movies is that be- them being too realistic handicaps them. Mm, it does cool things like what I said in the, our Batman Begins episode. Can you imagine if they were like way more intense with like the scarecrow toxin oh, instead god. of just shaky cam? Oh, oh, uh, oh my god! Actually, thing that they did at the very end of Batwoman last night was they like hooked somebody up to fear toxin in this Batwoman. Like the scarecrow's already been there and been mm-hmm. dealt with. Like so, yeah, because Batman has already been there and dealt with mm-hmm. a lot of shit and then is gone. Like he's he out, he bounced yeah so now we have batwoman running around gotham and then this um and and it was um this guy who can like put faces on and like just in it can do impressions of people but like isn't clayface i think i'll say it's not (laughs) no he's not clayface because clayface is some like that's a specific person it's not clayface but it's someone else um but i can't think of who else can do that but like whatever i'm sure somebody else can do that anyway um but that so he's hooked up to like the fear toxin thing and it is a lot it is a lot anyway yeah so uh pros and cons yes uh pros um most of this movie um Mm -hmm. my one big thing about batman begins was fixed uh they fixed the action scenes to make them a lot better and you can see them all because it's not all shaky cam zoomed in yeah uh dialogue action acting oh my god it is wonderful mm-hmm. uh my cons this was my missed opportunity that i told you about with the mm-hmm. snuff film yep is uh naming the batman copycat jason todd <gasps> that would have been good oh that would have been good yeah what did they name him brian douglas that's what they named him that is wild and it's also wild like just a very weird choice <laughs> like, oh sure let's just make this this person and like i can see why that would have been a good idea and we'll get to it in the next movie what i we'll get to the note that i actually have in the next movie about what they did specifically with that ending because like there was a thing there was a thing that they were aiming at and i thought it was good 
like the the thing that they were aiming at was good but it didn't play well specifically because they didn't do it correctly. I have so many feelings about The Dark Knight Rises. My opinions mm-hmm. have seeped into every note of my synopsis, and I am sorry to a degree. That's fine. But also not because I have some really funny commentary. <laughs> that is entirely fine. I also... Mi- oh, fuck. I have a note in the next one of like a character that should have been another character but wasn't another character, and I was like... But it wasn't... Um joseph gordon levitt it wasn't him it was actually someone else it was mm. someone else who like also was very ancillary to the like plot mm. but like also should have just full-on been another character and yeah. basically was another character but they just didn't use that character by name and i was like you fucking you motherfuckers you motherfuckers i just really like saying that into the microphone <laughs> anyway that's fine um so i have yeah. uh one more con that doesn't have to do with Mm-hmm. being too realistic with a comic book movie like I, anyway <laughs> uh it's a fucking comic book <laughs> it's like calm the fuck down we don't need like, everything to make sense <sighs> we will take the leap of logic if you wanted to say you know what fuck realism for this one moment and let's go with this like flying we'll aliens Powered by the sun exist in this universe. The Greek gods exist in this universe. Other Earths exist in this universe. I love just the fact that that's true. (laughs) Atlantis exists in this universe. Why? Oh, I know why. Because it would get more Academy Awards. That's fucking why. Because no one likes genre films. Oh, shit. God, I hate the Academy. Uh, anyway, my yes. uh, my my one con, uh, uh, Bale changed his voice from Batman Begins because mm-hmm. you got a little bit more of a speaking voice in Batman Begins when he talked. Yeah, and now that's completely gone, and it just sounds very silly. It does not enough to completely take me out of the movie. Yeah, but again, oh, that's what if Batman existed in real life, he would have done that. I'm like I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need this. Fuck off. And uh, but yeah, not enough to take me out of the movie, but it's still silly. Mm-hmm. So, what are your pros and cons? All right. Um, I mean, my pros were everything. I enjoy this movie a lot. Yeah. Um, so I've sort of mentioned the things that I found fault in earlier, with sure. the exception of one thing, which is the um. The oh, fuck, I don't know the irresponsibility of random chaos in movies. Okay, and what that leads to sure. because people can't separate shit. And I do <sighs> think, like, on the one hand, I don't want to say that like that should handicap how somebody does a movie. Yeah, but what I will say is, if you know, like, is that at this point. We know enough about how society works to know that there are going to be people who cannot separate, like, movie from reality. Yeah. We know this to be true. If you show someone being a murder hobo and going on a murder hobo spree Mm -hmm. and philosophizing why that is a good thing for them to do, (sighs) that is irresponsible. And you need to make it very clear that that is actually not a good thing to do. Yeah. Almost verbally tell somebody in the movie why their argument is bullshit yes. like that is a thing that you need to do 
and mm-hmm. that is that didn't happen during this. It just sort of left it with a chaos is bad, I guess vibe. Yeah. And I'm like, that's mm, yes, mm. chaos is bad. That is a true thing that we can all, I think, almost unanimously agree on. But y'all maybe need to say it a yeah. little bit stronger. Because uh-huh. um, otherwise, we get Aurora, Colorado, which is exactly what this movie led to, which is why it lost half a star, um, was because of that little bit of like of irresponsibility with just, again, depicting random chaos and yeah. really shitty opinions in a movie. Yeah. Whenever you have a villain that is phil- philosophical, mm-hmm. uh, I feel you need to take a step and address them as being bad mm-hmm. for that reason yes mm-hmm. and so like that's that's this is how we get like all of these fucking like edgy people who worship the joker oh, for some oh. stupid re- oh my fucking god um and it's... All, all these people who like think it's a good thing mm-hmm. that they relate to rick from rick and morty or the people who I mean, to some lesser extent, the people who, like, look at the Punisher, like, that's a good fucking thing. But, again, don't want to get into my issues with police. Um, Now, I just... There's another another little nifty thing that I... I'm, I long-running trope for this show, I'm gonna just insert, like, a thing that I have done and written into here, which is... And as you know, given that you were the other half of the dialogue during this thing. Um, so when Alejandro goes on his story sure. during the during the whole thing. Oh, by the way, we're talking about the podcast Red Wing. Yeah. <laughs> listen to it if you like. <laughs> um, it is still on the Internet because I didn't get rid of it. It's I just can't finish it because, of course, I can't because that's not how cancel culture works. Anyway, whatever. Fine. Now, here's the thing. When Al goes on his little speech about why he's doing everything that he's doing, all of which was based on a weird, like, weird, um, chaotic fever dream that I myself actually had, and I know why the fuck I was wrong for what I was thinking. Like, that's, that's the thing. If, do some self-examination of the character that you're writing, because sometimes we do leave a little bit of ourselves in these things and we do that intentionally, but then yeah. also like, I think that's, I think um, to a degree, cause mm-hmm. as someone who writes characters and NPCs for people to interact with for a Dungeons and Dragons game, mm-hmm. um, that will be in some way, shape or form subconsciously inevitable. Exactly. And there's no, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that as yeah. a thing. Yeah. I think it makes characters a lot stronger when we can do that. Yeah. The thing that needs to occur is when they're going to do something shitty, like, I don't know, mind control rape somebody? Um, Maybe you should then add in a thing about how that was fucked up to do and why. Yeah. Like, just just include in, like, even if it is just a blatantly illegal thing, because sometimes you have to argue with people why something is in fact illegal, which is just a weird thing, but anyway, that's okay. Um, Now... Like, I made sure to include that because it was important to make sure that people understood, like, yeah, no, that logic is toxic as fuck and really not good and also ignores a couple very key things, like, for example, personal choice and reaction to something. Ultimately, there are moments in the show where I make it very clear that um, Jordan and Al are very similar Mm -hmm. as characters that sort of 
a considering again both of them are based on loosely me like as a human being um just two very different moments and two very different reactions to um how i responded to a specific situation which was the um the one was responding to feeling like i was on the out group and then suddenly given a bunch of power to be on the in group and what i would do with that as a thing mm-hmm. um and what revenge would i take were i to take revenge specifically there's al right there mm-hmm. as a character um gay revenge anyway mm-hmm. fine um and then <laughs> very very queer revenge um and then and the other is just what if i made all of the all of the choices all of the selfless choices and then where would that lead me that's jordan in seasons one and two i mean again the only seasons but like whatever um and that's just how that sort of goes and how that sort of follows but i always make it a point whenever something weird and wild comes up and even in that season three script there's a whole sequence where there is absolutely a there's absolutely a school shooter which was a weird choice but well um i needed something in that scene and that was just sort of what worked it was the prom episode it was a whole thing um made it a point to include in there even though dialogue actually wasn't a thing i needed for that sequence what i actually needed was just for the sequence to be over i needed them to take the gun away from this dude and probably knock him out and make sure he went to prison that is all i needed them to do what i made it a point to do is have at least three of the characters sort of be like dude nobody owes you jack shit one two uh girl what and then three let me educate you real fucking quick and while all that is happening, of course, there's a the plot, there's the subplot of like, oh yes, the people are arriving and somebody's sneaking around to the back of the person and and gun gone and whatever magic, it's fine. Um, but like all of that is rather necessary, like all that's necessary because I don't want the point of that sequence to be oh chaos, it's so interesting. Because no, it's not like chaos is not in like chaos can be interesting chaos shouldn't be something that we look at as like a good thing it should not be something we aspire to exactly and i'm not saying that that naturally means we need to aspire to order either because it's not an either or it's a something in between a something an interesting combo in between not an either or but to not include those things is why we have things like is why we have things like a theater shooting because somebody took things a little too seriously and i just i mm, that is a problem to me and will always be a problem to me and i just like yeah 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 um and um yeah as far as like people attending this movie i do Oh, I also cite, I mentioned it before, I gave it a 9.5 out of 10, just to clarify. Yeah. Um, so, like, again, the best rating I've given on this show at all. Um, so, good, great. Um, I don't think, I don't know how I'm going to end that sentence, other than, <laughs> I like, do I think that this got a little bit of a boost because somebody, like, died immediately before this thing is? Yes. Do I think that that's a bad thing no 
I'm glad that they I'm glad that people still went out to see the last thing that that person was in. Um, I also am wondering if that did lead to the mythologizing of the character a probably, lot more. Probably because before yeah. Heath Ledger, we just had Jack Nicholson and Cesar Romero and Mark Hamill. Yep. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and none of this shit happened. No, when, it didn't. When Mark Hamill was the prime Joker and for Batman the Animated Series. Because, like, that Joker... What kind of Joker was that? Like, the correct one. That's... That's not the point. I meant, <laughs> that's not Be that as it may. I meant, like, of the archetypes, what was that one? You know what I mean? Like, there's... <sighs> Um, again the crazy the gangster the, uh, the i guess i guess it encompassed everything hmm. um less because it was it was mainly a kid show because so you couldn't show him actually outright murdering people right so which, i guess ooh. more of the psychotic mob boss yeah which is like i like that one yeah that one is fun um like playing around with that as a concept too and that's a very fun thing weirdly the one who got that the most right was mm-hmm. jared leto's joker even then i don't know <laughs> like i don't while i will fully acknowledge, actually you know what he did get that yeah. part right actually yeah you right. yeah while i fully acknowledge all of the issues that come with jared leto mm-hmm. being someone who you know Yells at Elijah Wood at the Oscars because he told Jared Leto that he wasn't a big fan of his band 30 Seconds to Mars or being an outright pedophile. Um, oh, I forgot about that. That's why yeah, I had to stop listening to The Kill. Fuck. Yeah. I... <laughs> it was also the only song I ever liked by 30 Seconds to Mars. And it's such a great song, but oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I feel, it's weirdly I feel bad because, like, he expressed, like, a lot of irritation because... Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot, most of his scenes as the Joker in Suicide Squad were cut. And, yeah. like, he had this set idea of what he wanted to do as Joker. And, like, uh, Jared Leto may be, like, um, well, while I will acknowledge that mm-hmm. Jared Leto is the quintessential problematic fave of the universe, mm-hmm. um, he's a good actor. Yeah. Um. And he, if he was given the absolute creative freedom of the Joker, that that would mm-hmm. he would have knocked it out of the goddamn park. So at a to a point, I feel bad that he was stuck with one a very bad visual character concept of the Joker. Yeah. And two, uh, most of his scenes cut and then like left in limbo of whether or not he would be coming back as the Joker. Right. Which honestly. Here's the thing. I I don't that's not I don't we don't need him. Um like No it, it's my again, my fan casting for the Joker is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck, I forgot to fan cast balls. Oh god. That was the thing that I forgot with this was the fan casting. I mean, granted, like it didn't change much from the first thing. Because the only thing that I would fan cast would be the villain, and that's not like I mean and that's a little difficult for me to do without naming somebody who is already doing it. Um, weird. It's so wild that I again want to say Marilyn Manson. <laughs> like, 
for my fan cast, which is not a good idea, mind you. But I would, I would, I would watch it. I don't know that it would be good, but I would it watch would be it. It's interesting. It would get my seat in the theater. Exactly. That's I don't the know idea. That that's good. I don't know that it's gonna be good, but I'd fucking watch it. I I also just want to see what like the look that Marilyn Manson would come up with, like or not not like specifically just Marilyn Manson, but yeah. like, how somebody would be like. Marilyn Manson, but the Joker. How would we do that? Like, just like, I want to sit in on that meeting. That's the meeting I want to sit in on, that costuming meeting, because Jesus, I don't know how one would handle that. Well, she seems to be, like, very tall. Who? Marilyn Manson. I don't know. I feel like he's super tall just by photos that I've seen. Fuck if I know, really. I have no idea. But anyway, that's my one fan. (laughs) Okay. Oh, fuck Two-Face, though. I could do one for Two-Face. Those are the two I fan casted. Oh bollocks! Yeah. Um. Hmm. This shouldn't be this difficult. <laughs> this really shouldn't be. This I mean, difficult I struggled with these two for a bit, and then I'm like, "Oh shit! Why am I thinking about this too hard?" <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'm like, because like, ugh. With this version of it, I would it, it it's got to be somebody who can play a golden boy, which I think is good. But there's someone who can also be super dark, and maybe I just maybe it is just that I want to see what um, oh my god, oh no, most recent Batman, not the one that hasn't come out yet, but the other one, Batman v Superman. Yeah, Ben Affleck. There we go. Ben Affleck. I wouldn't mind seeing him give it a try. Yeah, I think I'm like I don't think he did a bad job as Bruce or Batman. You know what? I just did not like the Bob Kane, not the Bob Kane, the Frank Miller, um, yeah, design because I don't like the stubby Batman ears. Yeah, and I don't like the rectangle of the bat symbol. Same. Um, I thought it was agreed. Thought it was very silly. I other than that, I thought Ben Affleck would have. You know been what? I think he would have been good at job. it. What? Because of all of Gone Girl. I have not seen Gone Girl. Is that on this list? I think so. It deserves it? it. That was a that was an interesting movie. Another David Fincher movie. I don't I oh, I I don't remember if I finished the book of that. I don't think I did. I think I finished the Sharp Objects one though. I have to look at all the David yeah. Fincher movies that um, <laughs> um oh, fuck. I don't remember who wrote those. Gillian Flynn. I think that Gillian Flynn is the author of that book. Of um, but Sharp Objects was an interesting book, and it was very strange. Um, and it was a series with a with a Amy Adams, which was also weird. Um, but anyway, but not in a bad way. Just interesting and thought provoking, and I had a hard time finishing it because it was very dark. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I think Ben Affleck could do a good job in that specific mm-hmm. role. But you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, my fan castings, I'm, I'll just do a refresher for, since this is a series bench hell episode. Yes. Um, continue with the fan casting that I did last time. So, for uh, last time for Batman Begins, uh, for Bruce, I uh, did Henry Cavill, uh, Alfred, I did Ian McKellen, Rachel, I did Zazie Beetz, mm. uh, Scarecrow, I did John Noble, Gordon, Ron Perlman, uh, Lucius Fox, Idris Elba, and uh, for Harvey Dent, um, this is where I show my true colors as a Critical Role fanboy and also just a devout stan of voice actors <laughs> in this house we respect our voice actors yes um travis willingham okay uh he voiced harvey dent 
in the Ooh. Batman Telltale series. Uh, um, also, as a look, he could po- definitely pull off a politician. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, fuck, yeah, that is the other aspect yeah. of it that has happened. Like, yeah. yes, convincingly, we would look at him and see politician. Yes. Fuck, I forgot about that. Um, good God. Yeah, anyway, he, yeah, he looks and sounds mm-hmm. the part of both Harvey Dent and the eventual turn to Two-Face. Yeah. Um, and Joker, um, I'm not sure you know this guy. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm uh, pronouncing his uh, name right. Uh, Iwin Rion. Um, he played um, Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Holy shit. Mm. Like his season four was when he was first. In, mm-hmm. I think. Season three or four. Um, and just the entire time he is torturing Theon Greyjoy mm-hmm. and just out, just doing the most intense, both torturing and sadistically in the act and also psychological torture. Mm. And those are like the three things you need to play Joker. And he did that flawlessly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Iron Rion as Joker and Travis Willingham as Harvey Dent. I buy it. Uh, I rated this a 10 out of 10. Uh the best score and the highest score that I have given so far. Um, none of the flaws were enough to take me out of the movie. Um, Agreed. And as much as I gripe about it being too realistic, that did not interfere with the movie itself. It's just my own personal thing. Yeah. And I, I, mean, tr- and I try to review these movies as objectively as possible as mm-hmm. a piece of art. Yeah. I, I will try to do that. I just also can't. Like, let my morals like not show like I, I can't let my morals slip out of it but that's more yeah. because of me as a human being i just yeah. can't do it but like um, yeah that's the thing about like mm-hmm. going to school for science you have to take your emotional bias out of things mm-hmm. to give a clear concise objective picture oh yeah of what you're talking about they tell you to do that with psychology too and that's yeah. like it, it's a little bit more complicated with that because empathy is also involved with that so like yes. it's hard to do mm-hmm. but you and and at, simultaneously you have to do that but then also you have to separate separate your own thoughts about like the person but you also have to have empathy for the person which is actually why it's easier for me to understand how a defense attorney has to like sort of operate in general they also have to do that same thing um and sort of just find something you have to find something in common with the thing and then be able to like i don't know but as far as morality is concerned like i think with movies it's there are moments where it's important to maintain it because of just how specifically with movies as a form of media it's they have such a giant impact on how society feels about things so like with that like again was why i can't like with the joker movie that we haven't even gotten to on this list um like why i can't look at that movie and be like uh like objective like i can't be objective with that because i know the shittiness that it's like referring to and what that and the impact that that has similar to how i can't ignore what like the that one moment of irresponsibility with this one moment that's not a good way to refer to it um because it can't really be one moment when you have to film it like multiple times in yeah. one day and then also um edit the whole goddamn thing and reshoots are a thing that you can do Wh- whatever my point is like you can like 
with the irresponsibility and what that led to, even if it was just one person that even if it was just one um one movie, like one person who like got the like who got the movie wrong. Yeah. That one person that got the movie wrong still resulted in a bunch of people dying. And yes. I just like that's a thing that we that needs to be paid attention to. And maybe if nothing else, hopefully learn from. Yeah. Like hopefully other filmmakers figured out, oh fuck, we have power here. And mm-hmm. I think that that's like I think that that's a I hope that that's a thing that a lot of directors and a lot of just filmmakers in general realize is the power behind a piece of media, yeah. regardless of whether or not they think it's going to be a box office hit or a box office like failure or whatever. Yeah. The fact that their movie has a message and a point like cannot escape them and how they choose to use that point. I hope they choose to use it for um, what some would term is good, but I don't, I don't know. Good is also objective. So that's a weird word to put there but anyway um so i guess that'll probably do it for us on this one uh yes mainly because we just hit an hour or two hours and 20 on this one honestly when i cut (laughs) this one down though it's gonna cut down a fair bit because we had like 15 minutes in the beginning of just anyway yeah yeah. so um all right so you guys can check us out on twitter and facebook um Fuck, I don't know if we made the Instagram yet. Well, I don't think we did. <laughs> That's funny. Um, we, uh-huh. You might be able to look at Instagram, which I don't really yeah. know what we would put there other than dank memes. I hate that I just said dank memes. Yeah. That is the weirdest thing We're that I've creative. ever said. We're creative. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Honestly, memes is the thing that I would probably post because that's what I go and look for when I'm going to look for episode art. Yeah. Because episode art is difficult to come across, but like, just a good meme about a movie is funny. Like it's, it's just very good. I actually can't wait to look them up for this one. I for oh god, this is gonna be gold. Oh, it's gonna be incredible. Oh my goodness. Honestly, it's gonna be finding the best one is gonna be difficult. But I cannot wait to try. Um. So I um. You can find us at all the all there and website and. Um, on our Twitter, there is a link, um, where you can find this show on all of the different types of podcatcher, wherever you choose. Um, I believe it's called Podlink, but whatever. Go there, uh, click that, find wherever you choose to listen, uh, subscribe. Um, if you can head over to, um, Apple Podcasts and rate and review our show, that would be awesome. Um, borrow something from the crack podcast if you don't like us you can tell us about it on social media that's right social media aka um send us a tweet if you don't like something don't necessarily leave that in the in the apple podcast review or if you do leave leaves leave us something you don't like but with a five star review. <laughs> <laughs> like just for, i don't think that's how reviews work but here's the thing if you review it five stars but you say something like kind of shitty what's then gonna happen is it's gonna pop up and it might be like it might pop up in like the thing so people would actually be more likely to see it you will be less likely to see a bad review um so if you don't like something and you really want people to not listen you should probably leave a negative review that's all i'm saying leave a negative review but uh leave the rating strong because the rating will be tied to that review and it just it'll show almost immediately 
Anyway, that's fine. Um, I'm gonna pretend that I didn't whisper that into a microphone. Um, okay. But um, that talk about surveillance and <laughs> stuff, JD. <JD? laughs> <laughs> oh God! And that one time I wrote a horror story that was a little too real about whatever. Anyway, that's fine. Um, so just um, <laughs> just be be nice. Um, or you know, if there's a thing that you would like to. I would like to hear your opinions about who, again, also always fan casting, fan casting, um, but I would like to hear what your takes on some of these things are. Yeah. Um, specifically, your fan castings would just be fun, so sh- send us those. Um, and uh, be well. Do as many good things as you possibly can. Um, try not to be too fucking chaotic, and... Uh, Stay safe out there and turn up to some seal because I'm I'm still going to keep that up. I'm going to keep that up. Or if you don't want to turn up to some seal, you can turn up to, um, oh God. The Dark Knight soundtrack because it's lit. Yes, turn up to the Dark Knight soundtrack. Turn up, turn up to some axolotl music. I don't know what that even is. Turn up to some Hans Zimmer. Yeah. <laughs> And that's fine if it's Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm totally fine with that, too. Um, (laughs) Woohoo! Anyway, we'll catch y'all later. Okay, bye!